Welcome to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, travel, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. Only you know what your body needs. Let this be the reminder that you have the power to tap in and know the food, self-care, and spiritual practices that will best serve you. I will be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can feel your best and live your dreams. Let's get started. Your book, um, Tracy, Don't Get Your New Coat Dirty, um, which is the cutest name. Can you tell me about why you named your book that and how it relates to kind of the teachings in your book? Okay, well, there's a few different meanings to this, as you're probably aware of. So the title came about when one New Year's Eve, me and a good friend were sat in a conservatory in England, chatting away about our experiences in school back in the day and my first my first day at school I was only four and my mum had told me she bought me this new coat my mum didn't have any money and it was a cream colored coat with like three little chocolate brown buttons and she said to me Tracy don't get your new coat dirty which was I was a very very sensitive obedient shy child so the first day at school, I'm studying like in the little classroom with my head down and this teacher told all the children to sit down. So my mind was, oh, the floor is dirty. I'll get my new coat dirty. So I just stood there pretending she didn't see me. So she said it again and I still stood with my head down. She came, she came and she cracked me twice at the back of my legs. And in that moment, it was like the shock went throughout my body. And in that moment, I realized, it was almost like I, I realized the duality of this reality. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It was a big, big shock to me, to my system. So we can look at the, um, obviously the metaphorically speaking, the, the new coat as the physical body as well. Let's not get this dirty. You know, let's let's do a good job throughout our life. You know, we're all going to make mistakes, but let's keep them few and far between. Um, but when we do make a mistake, the key is to recognize the mistake we've made and not repeat it. So it's to recognize it, process it, and forgive it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if we don't, we can keep bringing it back up into the present, even five, 10, 20 years later, we can hold on to something we did wrong when we were 18 and keep punishing ourselves for that energetically, which means we're punishing ourselves in the present, which means we'll carry on punishing ourselves in the future. So we never break cycles then, you know, and again, the, the moral compass, it shows us when we've done something wrong, but we have to forgive ourselves as well. Otherwise, we're holding ourselves back. Um, you know, nobody judges us or criticizes us in the spiritual realms, especially, you know, the, these beautiful, beautiful benevolent angels. They come with their love and their wisdom. 
and they'll give you loving truths, you know, but there's never any judgment with it whatsoever, you know. And I, you know, I always say I'm like a witness to that because I've had that all my life, you know. And then when we're speaking to others, when the messages are coming through, I can tell what level someone is at. The angels are kind of like, they're just so beautiful. And then I'll get the spirit guys and we have lots of laughter with a lot of them, you know. Um, and then I get people's loved ones. So we tend to know what level somebody's at. But when I say level, I don't want that to, to sound as though there's an hierarchy because there isn't. You know, there's no more or less. We're just all learning and growing so again. On the other round, some have learned more than others. <laughs> so it continues, but... Um, if we find that anybody's judging, we have to question the source. Where's that coming from? Why, you know, if, I've never heard an angel judge anybody. Again, they'll tell you the truth, but they will not judge you for it, anything, you know, any wrongdoing. Um, and yet we might have, say, Uncle Tom from down the road who comes in with his opinion saying, well, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> That's Uncle Tom's opinion. So we can't listen to his opinion or not, just like we can't listen to the angel's opinion or not. But everything's always an offering. And that's where we, we kind of get, I don't know, a lot of people, they give power up to the unseen. Mm -hmm. You know, we shouldn't because we've got free will, free choice. Again, we're the captain of our own ship. You know, so just because something is unseen doesn't mean to say that it's all knowing. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. That's a really great reminder. Yeah. So it's all about the feel. Does it come from a loving source? You know, that's what everybody should ask themselves. If it feels beautiful, it is beautiful. If it doesn't feel beautiful, hmm, I'm just going to look at that a little further. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And then know that you're always in charge. You know, and if anybody's telling you what to do, then you definitely question source. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great reminder to get quiet with yourself and figure out the direction that you really want to go in life or what you want to experience each day. That's, I feel like the, the message that I'm also getting from you. Absolutely. And it's like, and you don't really have to, somebody said to me, do you make great plans? I went, not really, because what I do, and this is what's right for me, if something comes to me, huh, does that feel good? Yeah, that feels good. I'm going to take a leap of faith. And I do it. And no matter how scary that is, I do it. It's like when I left England, you know, Vic said, Tracy, we've been offered this opportunity. What do you think? I went, it feels right. Let's take a leap of faith. Let's do it. What have we got to lose? So that's how we ended up in America. <laughs> People said, you're crazy. I'm creating in your fortunes. So, oh, yeah. And I'm an old bird, and that's what makes it even funnier, because I don't, I, I'm not a traveler. I don't do this stuff, but it, I knew it was right. You know, so it's um, just getting on with life, uh, working hard, um, just keep giving love from your heart and then things come right before you and then you make your choice. You know, do I want to do that or don't I? Uh, and with, I've never looked to do anything in my life. You know, it's, it's very fascinating. It fascinates me how things just manifest, you know.
and how the angels bring people to your door, you know, literally to your door. I have, as, as you know, it just moved to uh, Texas from California. Nobody knows what I do here, you know, which is quite interesting. But I had to get a notary. Um, <laughs> the notary came in. I could see him kind of like being a little, ooh, <laughs> what's going on here? And he sat down and we got talking. He was talking to my husband and he went, I'm a medium. <laughs> so all the notaries and all the Texas, they brought a medium to my door, which we thought was hilarious. Yeah, he was a medium. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So the angels were having a little bit of fun. I went, Yes, I he went, I know, I knew as soon as I came in. <laughs> I could feel the the gridding you put around the ice for protection. Fascinating. Yeah, so that was really funny. So the angels were chuckling. I went, okay, well, somebody else knows what to do here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of, I like to go incognito. I'm very, very quiet. You know, I can be in a, gosh, a room of 100 people and I can just hide. No, which is it's just me. No. It's so interesting because I feel like a lot of people also know about you, but and you're just known as Tracy. It's like someone <laughs> will say the name Tracy and then a whole room will light up. Oh my god, you know Tracy? You know Tracy? And it's always just your first name. It's very fascinating. Um, yeah. but you light up a room without even being in it, just with using your first name. Um, because everyone I think has had the same experience of um, meeting you or speaking with you and then walking away and just feeling so uplifted, like anything in life is possible. Um, and hopefully that's what people get and take away from our conversation today is, awesome. you know, that, and I love the expression that you keep mentioning that, um, that we steer our ship, you know, it's not some unforeseen force or spirit, it's us. Um, but there are, there are lots of ways that we can get some guidance if we want guidance, mm -hmm. um, but we're always in charge and we can, you know, quiet our minds and listen if we want to and make it a little bit easier. If we want to, yes. And, but I always find that we always overthink things, you see. I you know. know. It's like, it's very, it gets very confusing sometimes. Um, and that's why it's good to distract your mind as well. And, just, and then when the little miracles appear in front of you, you can see them, you know? So distracting your mind, like I said, just doing the simple things like housework, you know, that we're all doing all the time, you're cooking. And it's like when you're in that moment, when you're in that zone, you can get these little miracles just popping up right before you. I've seen so many of them. And I'm like a child still to this day. I go, oh, wow, I've just seen a light move across the room. <laughs> My husband will go, oh, gosh, here she goes again. <laughs> you know, but it, it still worries me when you see all this activity going on. And it, we should be worried, you know. It, it's, it takes a lot of energy to create little miracles in our realm for us to see. You know, we just don't, um, we don't kind of give it the credit it needs sometimes. You know, I've seen so much. I, I, again, I, I get blown away. I mean, 
when the little hummingbird flew into our apartment. Um, it was my husband had had, um, he'd had renal cancer 12 months before and he was going for his yearly results from the scan. And we were in upstairs apartment and this little hummingbird flew in. I was in the apartment on my own. So I'm talking to this little hummingbird saying, it's not safe in here, I need to get you out. So at the same time, my husband came up the stairs with his bags and stuff. I said, I said, oh, come here, we've got a little hummingbird inside. I said, when I tell you when, I want you to lift your finger up and I'm going to tell the little hummingbird to come and land on it. So my husband's an engineer, so he's like, okay. <laughs> so I went, right, now. So he put his finger up and the little hummingbird came and sat on it. And then he walked from the kitchen to the patio door. The little hummingbird gathered some, uh, you know, some strength. I said, gather some strength before you fly off. Um, and then it did. I've got a picture. Obviously, you've probably seen it, you know. And it flew off this little bird. And then it dawned on me that the symbol for hummingbirds was joy. So I, think, I said, oh, it's for joy. Everything's going to be well tomorrow. You know, even though... I knew it. It was nice to have that wonderful confirmation from our angelic friends, you know, because the little hummingbird, you know, they can't, you know, you see a lot, you hear a lot about birds, don't you? But what happens, loved ones and the angels, they can send light through these beautiful little creatures. So they do the extraordinary things for us. So it's like little blessings. You know this. It's, so be open to it. I, when I moved in here, I had a little bird coming tapping on the window every morning, welcoming me. You know, it's so cute that we're talking about this um, because my own little hummingbird just stopped by. Um, my my dad just walked into my place, um, which is so cute. And in my family, we always share stories of when different birds show up um, because it's such a special occasion. Um, when you see certain unique birds or a hummingbird or, you know, my parents tend to always have birds that come and nest in their backyard and they take great care to protect the area when the birds come to nest because it's, it's such a blessing. Each, well, each they, know, one. they know that your parents are going to look after them, you see. Yes. yes. They it's know they're very cute. So. Yeah. It's funny, I always joke with my parents that someday when, when they leave this realm and they want to come visit, you know, I tell them what type of bird I would like to see them as. So it's hilarious that my dad just showed up at my home <laughs> during our conversation of hummingbirds. Well, you and I know there's no such thing as coincidence, because I'm thinking, they're saying, talk about the hummingbird. I went, really? Yes, talk about the hummingbird. <laughs> There's, there's always a reason. I mean, yeah. darling, he just stopped by to deliver some mail that accidentally, you know, went to his house. It's just very cute. So I think they're going to have a little bit more fun with us with the hummingbirds. I think there's going to be some more activity around Whitney with the hummingbirds. So you'll be having a chuckle over the next few weeks. I, I look forward to it. I very much do. Yeah. And you, this is nice confirmation that the assumptions that I make when I see them are true. Absolutely. You know, the, it's just that for some, oh, it's just a bird. Right? Well, there are birds there and birds, there are normal 
birdie things going on. But then there's that moment where you know it's out of the ordinary. And that's when that light's going through that little, little bird, you know, so your loved ones saying hello, or obviously the angels are helping out, reassuring you, all different ways. We just have to, again, be open to them. You know, I just, I just laugh at the thing happen. And, and this is a really funny story um, that I think everybody will get a kick out of many, many years ago. Vic and I went on vacation to Spain and it was, a, I used to call taxi cabs all the time, wherever we were. But on this particular day, and I always got one in the middle of nowhere. On this occasion, I said to Vic, I said, I'm, I'm your secretary. I'm not Tracy the clairvoyant or anything. I'm just going to be your secretary on this vacation. I don't want anybody knowing what I do. So I said to my team of guys, I went, guys, Girls, we're on vacation. I won't call on you. We're all just going to go on vacation. So we're walking up this remote road in Spain, about 100 degrees, and they went, can you call a cab? I went, no. They went, what do you mean? No, I said, everybody's on vacation. <laughs> sure enough, we didn't get one. Let's <laughs> walk for about three miles. Hilarious. Yeah, that's it. But I set that. I've done that. Um, so we have to be careful what we're saying as well at times because that was a great lesson for me. You know, and I also had a great lesson in ego when I first started out because I used to be able to tell people what coffee or tea they drank. So for it, so this will make me smile. So I used to get somebody coming to the Irish. I'm talking like 30 years ago now. I was only young. And it became like a party trick. Somebody said, oh, Tracy will tell you what, what she's going to make you to drink, you know. So, <laughs> so I'd go, oh, yeah, tea, a little milk and a tiny bit of sugar. And you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it went on for a few months. And the angels said, right, Tracy, we're not going to tell you anymore. And I went, but I like that. And they went, <laughs> Just a lesson in trust. It's not Tracy's party trick. You know, it's just that it was all a lesson in trust. It, so my ego, so they're saying that's your ego who wants to hold on to that. So obviously we're putting, we're putting um, it to better use so that you, you, it's, we're not going to tell you. So everybody who came that I had to kind of say, I'm sorry, I can't do that anymore because I'm not being told. So was, oh my gosh. Was a lesson. Uh, I had to be more humble. It wasn't because I was really big with my ego. It's just it, they didn't want me ego to get really big. <laughs> so it was okay. This is um, this isn't about me. This is about the messages I'm getting. You know. So they taught me, and I was 28 years old to be um, to be. <laughs> Wish I was always grateful for that lesson. Yeah. That is a good one. Oh, it was it was hilarious. It was so funny. Um, yeah, I used to I could tell everybody anything, you know. But it was just me learning to trust the message. That was what it was all about. But the great thing is now, when your husband wants a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or your kids, you can say, "I don't know how you like it." Absolutely. But <laughs> 
I'll tell you another thing that you'll, you'll, you'll laugh at, which you can try, everybody can try this. Um, and it's usually my daughter-in-law, Victoria, you know, obviously my son the but Victoria. So I thought, I'm going to send her some thoughts. So the one, if I was hungry, I'd send her a message to get me something. Within a minute, she'd shout from the kitchen, Tracy, do you want this? And we started, I started laughing. But everything I sent her in the message, I used to send her pictures of what I wanted. So she'd pick that thought up within seconds and come back to me with it. Maybe. So, oh, it, it, you should try, honestly, anybody can do that because there's the veil's so thin. That's why it's important to watch your thoughts. You know, people are really picking them up, you know, so we have to be mindful. But I always play around with it. And now it's like, oh, you sent me a message, didn't you? She says, I'll, I'll be doing something randomly and I'll get this image in my mind. Uh, but now she knows I'm sending it to her. That's the funny thing. <laughs> that is funny. It's hilarious. I'll be like, do the cup of tea. I want the lotus mind one, you know, because I have this like really nice tea with it. It turns blue. I love it, you know. And she'll say, Tracy, do you want the lotus mind tea? And I've got about 15 different teas in the cupboard. And I went, yeah, I sent you a message. I thought you did. <laughs> I love that. I will try that. That's a great idea. I yeah. will. And obviously only with good intentions. Uh, I love that. I really do. Yeah, because otherwise you're trying to control will. You know, this is just us being playful, you know, and doing little experiments, but uh, it's got to be used wisely, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you so much for all these lessons today. It yeah. was this was such a treat to get to talk to you. Um you're, yeah, you're just so uplifting. And um, he just remind us again, just how much we know already and why mm -hmm. we should trust ourselves. Um, I really appreciate it. Hi, I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond Real Salt, prepare the blends listening to Kundalini Mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high-vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, on StarseedKitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. Where, where can people go if they're listening to this podcast episode and they want to learn more about you or they want to find your book and read and learn more? Where do you suggest that they find more information on you? Okay. Now that's kind of, um, I always find this bit hard because as you know, I'm always, um, I'm kind of always sneaking around hiding. <laughs> so 
we can put it up on the website. And then I have a Facebook page and an Instagram page, which is under my Facebook's under my name, Tracy O'Mara, and the Facebook, uh, sorry, the Instagram is the Rainbow Heartlight. I actually have two. We did set one up for the book, but we haven't got going much with that yet because I'm not very good with technical things, as everybody uh, knows. <laughs> so people can go to your website, which is therainbowheartlight.com. Yeah, correct. And then your book, Tracy, Don't Get Your New Coat Dirty, is on Amazon. Um, yeah. And then um, your Instagram is Tracy O'Mara or Tracy, Don't Get Your New Coat Dirty. Um, I have um, the Rainbow Heartlight. Okay. Uh, I haven't set Tracy Don't Get Your New Coat Dirty up yet on that. Uh, there is a website for it, but I, I have to say I haven't really done anything with it yet. So I'm a little bit of a slacker when it comes. Oh, you are. You don't need to have 50 million different spots to find you. I think the rainbowheartlight.com um, can be a one-stop shop for people to get started where they can learn more about you and your lessons and find your book and um, and hopefully just get the information they need to keep upgrading their life or feeling uplifted. Yeah, and just knowing that they can, you know, there's, like you said, nobody's any more than anybody else. And once everybody starts to love and value themselves, it's like a, a self-preservation mode. They really attract that energy to them you know so they're attracting people who are going to love and cherish them too you know but it takes a lot of people think self-preservation is being selfish when it's not because we're all really connected to each other so if we're not fully loving ourselves are we really fully loving anybody else does that make sense yeah you know? so it's like self-love self-care um and then just be just love everybody else in the same way and, and really it kind of the energy just flows between everybody then you know we could make the world a most beautiful place if we all came from our hearts you know and 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 think we can all agree that the world needs more light especially at the moment with all the division because shadow energy likes to divide if you look at how many ways people have been divided, you know, this it, it's really simple that we just love and respect where somebody else is at, even though we don't agree with them. You know, we don't have to agree with them. You know, we just have to think, okay, you do you, it's obviously right for you, and I'll just do me. You know, and once we teach somebody that we're honoring and respecting them, the more likely to honor and respect us. Yeah, because the human condition all wants the same thing. We all we all want to be happy. We all want love. We all want to feel good in our bodies and be healthy. And you know, we all just want wonderful experiences. Um, yeah. yeah. So just we just need to remember that that's what everyone's going for, just at a different at a different way, and that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It's. Um... It is okay. And I think giving somebody an helping hand they need it, it's like, we know we sponsor these little children in Tanzania. I've done it for, oh gosh, a long time. And you know, my friend who does that, he said, Tracy, some of these children don't even know what it feels like to be loved. 
know, and I'm thinking that's heartbreaking. And, you know, if we all do our little bit, you know, just a little bit, I mean, I, I think what I do, it's like, it's like a, a cup of coffee, you know, a week, that's it, you know, for one child and to make a difference in a child's life, you know, if we all did a little bit, if, when we're able, you know, it makes us feel good as well as knowing that we really helped another being, you know. I know we're not all able to do that, but if we are, I think we should. You know, it makes us feel better too. You know? And then it's the gift that keeps giving, you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. One good deed for another, they'll keep passing it on. Oh, absolutely. I um, I like to do random acts of kindness. <laughs> um Every every week for six months, I had a coffee box for me at Starbucks. <laughs> I just like okay, that's fantastic, you know. So it, I like to do things like that, you know, as well, you know. But it was almost like it had all come back all at once, you know, because I've been doing it for so long. And then I had, when do you do this? Every time I went, I'd get a coffee box me. Amazing. It blew me away, yeah, it blew me away. And then, then one day, and this is a nice story, I was on uh, lunch break and I ran into, I was going into pavilions and I saw this young man sat outside, you know, asking for money. And I heard Tracy's genuine, you know, and go and talk to him. <laughs> so give him $20. I went, yeah, I'll give him $20. So I went up to him and I said, I, I said he was telling me stories. Parents had suddenly died, and he found himself homeless, and he was waiting for money to come through. And I felt really, really sad for him. And I walked in the shop, and I heard Tracy go and get that scratch card from out of the machine. I went, "Ain't got any that. Just give him twenty dollars." They went, "No, he needs more." I went, oh, okay. So I went to the, like the, the machine to scratch cards and I went, which one? And they went, that one. And it was $30. I said, shouldn't I just give him the $30? They went, no, get the card. So I got the card. I got banana and a cup of coffee and I went sitting in the car. So I'm eating a banana and a coffee and I'm scratching. They soften and think there's nothing here. I said, you better pull something out of the bag here. I said, because I've just wasted $30 otherwise. I got to the bottom line. And I won $200. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then I, took, I ran back, checked it in, and then I give him, I give him half of it, and then I sent the other money um, to the children. Yeah. Wow. Can you trust your intuition? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I won, I won $1,000 on the scratch card. Um, is it? Just before we left California. <laughs> I had to go to the dentist for some expensive work. And I'm like, the day after, I'm thinking, oh, you know, you're rolling your eyes. I'm thinking, and then I heard, Tracy, get a scratch card. I went, oh, no, I can't cash it in. I'm leaving California. I went, no, just go and do it. So I got it, and I'm, I'm scratched it in the car uh, while Victoria's in the shop. And I'm thinking, 50 times? What does that add up to? <laughs> trying to do the maths in my head it was a thousand dollars amazing yeah and my dentist bill was one thousand two hundred dollars you know so, yeah so you kind of like 
you do these things, when you start to look after yourself, everything comes. You know, if you need money, and I know it sounds crazy, if you trust that it'll come, yeah. it all comes. You know, it blows, it still blows me away to this day, but the key is really to have that trust. And the key is not to be greedy. It's like not try and pull it to you. It's just knowing it'll come. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And then always do good with it. That's another key. Because <laughs> otherwise it won't come. <laughs> Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, you know, everybody is on a spiritual journey when they've opened their heart. And it's so good to see your heart, Whitney. Because everybody eats your food. Oh, my goodness. They're blessed. You know, and I know they know it. But sometimes you don't know uh, what a gift you're giving. So just remember that. And that comes from our little um, angelic friend there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you for the reminder. Oh, no. It's, um, we all need reminded now and again. Yeah. yeah. And just that's what I think is so incredible about the gift that you share is sometimes we do just need reminders outside of ourselves. And so people like you doing this work on the planet and dedicating their life in this way, in this service is I think what so many people need sometimes is, you know, you just have to hear it from somebody else so you can build yourself back up again and keep going. So um, if, you know, if someone hasn't maybe seen a, a qualified, you know, psychic medium or um, hasn't looked into this intuitive space or read any books like Tracy's um, book, I really invite you to do it. Because um, if you find the right person or the right book, it's going to lift you back up and help you keep moving forward in a positive way. Yeah, and that's the only reason I wrote it. I'm the most reluctant writer on the planet. I don't like writing. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, I, why do I have to do this? <laughs> you know, it's like, but Tracy, you have to help people. I'm like, yes, I know I do. You know, and the, and I didn't the the book, even though obviously it's my story, I didn't want it to be about me. I wanted it about be about how I'd learned to navigate my, my way through life with the help of my angelic friends because yeah. they taught me so many things to get get through things, really. You know, and as you know, reading the book, we've been quite through quite a lot of stuff, you know. Well, I hope you do another one because you do a really good job of explaining the story and then the teaching. Um, so I know when you're ready, you'll, you'll do another one because you could just pull some stories from this conversation and write out the lesson afterwards and put that in a book. So yes, this is the next one. I've already done this, but it's like an urge and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I started putting a few things down, but it'll be a lot easier than the first one because the first one, obviously, it's from my childhood, and obviously there's a lot of challenges throughout my younger years. Yeah. The next one will be easy. It'll be about little miracles. In fact, we've actually got a name for it, which is um, it's, it's kind of it's kind of funny again. You know, it's more like <sighs> margaritas and miracles. <laughs> you 
so it will be something played on that. So, and, and the reason that came about, which is again, it's very, very funny, and it's only just happened. Uh, we have some food trucks here, and and of every week we usually go and we have one margarita, and we meet friends. Um, they've been waiting to get uh, acknowledgement from the police for the daughter and son-in-law's wedding day and they waited since January for the priest to get back to them so they're panicking because it's going to be in December and they haven't set the they haven't got it down it wasn't solid so they'd even got older than the archdeacon to get this like can we get this moving can you get this priest moving nobody's getting back to them so I went oh for goodness sake Angels, can we get some help here? Can you have a word with this wonderful priest and get him to contact them by noon on Monday morning? Monday, sorry, Monday noon. And um, and my daughter-in-law got a call and when you won't believe this, the priest rang us at 10:30 a.m. on Monday and gave us a date and everything sorted out. So after months of trying to get hold of him. We called on our wonderful angelic friends and we got things sorted by noon Monday. So there you go. So you just right. asking the right way before. Yeah, it's not. It's like, come on, angels, can we help out with this? Because this is worrying, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's why we're probably, and then somebody said, that should be the name of your next book. Margaritas and miracles. <laughs> so we would have been. So the humor and the, the, you know, everything with it, the little miracle, because it was a miracle for them, because they'd waited since January to try and get all, and they tried all avenues and nothing, nothing worked. No. So our, our wonderful friend. So everybody was thanking me. I said, don't thank me. I said, thank the angels. <laughs> They're the ones who created that for you, you know, because I always say, I'm just blessed and honored to be a part of everything because it's bigger than any of us. It really, really is, you know. Um, so the angels always remind me that I'm the physical anchor and obviously we're a team, but they couldn't do it without me either. You know, so I give them credit and they give me credit. <laughs> so remember everything's always teamwork you know especially when it's in light mm. you know because there's no when you're in a team and when it's in light there's no kind of like oh what are they doing oh what are they doing you know it's all just beautiful yeah that makes sense? there's no um, nobody's trying to tread on anybody so it's light i suppose we could call it light teamwork couldn't we <laughs> a lot me too you know, and I like that too, just when you're building the team to just make sure that everyone knows that this is the page that we're going to be on. We're, we're light workers, essentially working together for this mission. And we're all going to be trusting each other and staying on the same page because the destination or the outcome is more important than anything else. Absolutely. And that's to bring light into this realm. And that's what we're all here to do, you know, but the, the shadow, I call it shadow energy, you know, because remember it's a plane of duality, the shadow energy like, oh my gosh, that light's getting bright, let's try and sabotage it. So, it, but it can only sabotage if we allow it. Yeah. And 
um, you know, our ego can come in there thinking, oh, I'm better from such a body and da 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 That's shadow prayer. I call them shadow traps. <laughs> so we go, ooh, is that a shadow trap? Am I falling for something here? I'm going to stay back and get back into light. You know, stay in the light. Because we've all got the capacity to step into the shadow. It's just being aware of we're doing it. And that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not to chastise ourselves if we're doing it. We all have moments. We just go, oops, back on track. <laughs> and it's that simple, really, you know, and it's all that simple. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tracy, it's been such a treat to have you on the podcast today. And anytime you'd like to come back and share some stories or insight, talk about your book, talk about something that you're planning please let me know. I'd love to have you back on anytime you feel like there's something you, you need to share. I'd love to. Yeah, I really enjoy it. And as you know, I've got so many stories. <laughs> you do. You do. And each one has such a great lesson. So um, anytime you feel like there's something that needs to be shared to a broader audience, please reach out and um, we'll schedule a time to connect. Thank you so much for having me. And just um, I just wanted to say before we sign off that you know, everything I've written is the absolute truth. I, I have to get everything right. It's something about my soul where I can't exaggerate, I can't, it, it is how it is, you know. So I just wanted everybody to know that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it comes through in your voice and it comes through in the words that you read um, in your book. Um, it's everything's completely authentic. Thank you, my lovely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Anytime. And send my love to your whole family. Thank you. And they've already said, tell Whitney that I am sending the love to you. Love them all. Thank you so much. Thank you, my lovely. Bye-bye.